listening to the Art with Soul podcast. Fortnightly conversations on the artist's journey to inspire your creative soul. And I'm your host, Shinjini. So here's an interesting fact. When I first felt the nudge to create this podcast around May or June last year, I sat down and brainstormed a whole bunch of ideas. I divided those up into topics that work together, almost like you would create a book outline. And I also wrote down an outline for the first couple of episodes. But once I actually started creating and recording the podcast, all of that planning flew right out of the window. Because I discovered that unlike all of the podcasting advice I had read, you know, things like you should batch create podcasts or pre-plan entire seasons, that just didn't work for what I wanted to say and how I wanted to share this creative journey with you. All of that advice makes a lot of sense if you're doing an interview-style podcast. You need to pre-plan so that you can line up guests and conduct interviews and have the episodes recorded and edited well ahead of time. But for something like this podcast, which is essentially one artist's take on this creative journey, I prefer to share a ringside view into what I'm thinking about or grappling with. So I tend to start thinking about the next podcast episode a couple of days before I have to hit record. So what you get is a conversation um, or perhaps a monologue on a subject that's been playing on my mind recently. So one of the things that I have been thinking about very deeply this year is the idea of knowing what is really important to you and how that can help you to make better choices. I've spent a lot of time this year questioning a lot of the shoulds and musts and this is just how things are done and realizing that not all of them are true when it comes to determining how I want to be living my wild and precious life. A lot of things that felt normal pre-pandemic just seem to have lost their luster, you know. So much of what we did and the ways in which we spent our time, it just feels superfluous. What really matters became obscured and distorted into meaningless drives and desires manipulated by a capitalist patriarchal view of what it means 
to live a successful life of what it means to belong of what it means to be good enough and valid enough and just worthy you know so when it really comes down to it and when you really think about it what really matters to you the car that you drive uh, let's take that as an example that primarily needs to be functional it needs to get you from point a to point b unless you're a rally driver in which case what you need from a car is very different or you know if you're a motorhead then you'd look for different performance metrics of the car but for most of us the majority of us um the car is simply something that just gets us from point a to point b but our capitalist society has turned what is essentially a simple functional object into an object of desire so your car is no longer just a functional even a comfortable vehicle it is instead a reflection of how rich or happy your family is or an extension of your personality so your car um makes a statement about how adventurous you are or about what a luxurious life you lead and it's the same thing for almost everything that we purchase it's not about functionality or just simple comfort anymore it's the same thing for almost everything that you purchase it's not about functionality anymore it's not even about enjoying simple comforts or being able to think about whether or not you really want something without marketers using very effective psychological strategies to make you think that buying a thing will make all your problems disappear you know what i mean so what does that have to do with art and creativity the more that i think about it i see a lot of similarities actually i've spoken multiple times on this podcast and also on my website about now famous artists who lived and died largely in obscurity like van gogh for example some of them like kafka held down day jobs that they found dull and dreary but they soldiered on because that day job became the thing that supported their art you could argue that the times then were very different 
van gogh didn't have access to social media if he did maybe he could have bypassed the gatekeepers reached his audience and created a full-time career with his art this is the message that is being sold really hard these days and of course there are numerous examples of artists and creatives who have done just that and who have created beautiful successful art businesses but does that mean that everyone can do it is your desire to create a living from your art something that you really want or is it something that you have been convinced that you should want and could van gogh have made it if he was living in these times so he has some rather strange thoughts um that i've been having these days but you know just thinking about these things more often than not gives you newer perspectives different perspectives that the current overculture really does not want you to think so the marketing around this idea of being able to uh, bypass gatekeepers reach your audience and create a full-time career with your art um the marketing around this idea would really like us to believe that yes anyone can do this but the reality is that while it may definitely be easier for creatives to get our work out and to connect with people who like our work or even to build creative artistic communities it's really not a guarantee that anybody can make it you know there are tons of artists and really really amazing artists who are still lost in obscurity and that is not for lack of trying there are also a lot of amazing artists who choose to create purely for themselves for that joy of creating for the other benefits that a regular art or creative practice gives them and there are also a lot of people with huge instagram accounts who do not earn a living wage despite their huge following and apparent popularity that's not something that's spoken about too often is it in his time van gogh actually had access to gatekeepers his younger brother theo van gogh was an art dealer and his contributions to art are quite often overshadowed by um, Vincent van Gogh's legacy 
but Theo himself played a key role in the art world at his time so he played a key role in introducing contemporary dutch and french art to the public theo was responsible and instrumental in the popularity of impressionist artists such as claude monet and edgar degas Theo also showcased the work of other so-called modern artists at that time such as Bernard and Carrier and he was also the biggest champion and supporter of Vincent van Gogh's art career so if you look at it uh, from the times it been living in it's almost like van gogh had insider access to the art world and he still lived in obscurity such a loser man maybe he didn't try hard enough he should have shared his art more aggressively built up an email list used those 30 trending hashtags for artists upped his seo game developed a pinterest strategy hustled harder and done some mindset work because if you don't believe in your success invest in your creative business with this $1000 business course and dance for into Instagram reels then dude you're going to be left behind while everyone else is sitting on the beach and sipping margaritas while running six and seven figure businesses do you see how hollow and broken this idea and this entire messaging is how toxic it is the fact is that van gogh's work was probably just a little bit ahead of its time i mean his paintings started to garner critical acclaim around the time of his death in 1890 but if you look at his decade long career he sold just about a handful of the more than 850 paintings and nearly 1300 works on paper that he created that is a huge body of work just because we potentially have access to a global audience through social media though like i mentioned on um on one of the previous episodes instagram and facebook are just new gatekeepers you know they they just yeah they just new gatekeepers uh with the algorithms determining who sees your posts and how much of your audience actually gets to see your posts so just because we potentially have access to this so called global audience through social media it still does not guarantee success and also this entire idea of creating a six figure online business or needing to sell your art it's just another capitalist patriarchal structure that is designed to keep us feeling perpetually dissatisfied and primed for consumption you know 
there's an industry of business courses and coaches who depend on more and more creatives feeling like they need to sell their art and like i've said many times before there's nothing wrong with wanting to sell your art if you want to sell your art determining that is what can get tricky so i'll give you an example um in one of the artist communities that i'm a part of um an artist was you know she was just mentioning how she finds instagram really difficult to understand and it just frustrates her because she just can't seem to get the hang of it um she doesn't like it she doesn't understand it but she feels like she needs to be on it and you know she was just asking us for some guidance so the entire conversation that happened around that that was pretty instructive as we spoke to her we realized that she wasn't really sure about what she wanted to do with her art she enjoyed painting she thought that she should be selling her art but just the entire process of putting together that art and of showing it and of even approaching a gallery or a cafe or putting it online whatever just that entire process of selling or showing her art it made her want to hide in a cave but then she felt like she wasn't good enough because she wasn't selling her work so it really took a little bit of back and forth and conversations and questions and answers and a lot of different artists um really pitching in with their own perspectives and ideas um and opinions for her to realize that she loves painting she loves her art practice and that actually she wants it to be something that she just does for herself she really does not want to sell her art but if she ever needs to rehome her paintings she realized that she could just simply donate them to a hospital or a library or a community center or even gift them to friends and that she didn't have to be on instagram if she didn't want to sell her art um she already had access to different face to different facebook and other artist communities and that gave her the community aspect that you can sometimes get on instagram so since the whole sort of being on another social media platform stressed her out and since she realized that she actually does not want to sell her art that just that whole idea just makes her wants to run away screaming you know it just took and i was just surprised by how much back and forth and confusion there was around it um because you know it's hard with all the noise that's out there and with what we end up seeing more often on social media 
and i'm willing to bet that this is not an isolated incident i'm willing to bet that there are a lot of us out there who are confused about what we want because we've been so conditioned to believe what we should want so that's what i've been thinking about recently about our ideas about art and creativity and how something that nourishes the soul has been turned into a commodity and into a thing that can make us feel bad about ourselves i have a lot more to say on this topic and a couple of more thoughts to share so i think i'm going to do a second part to this podcast so do stay tuned for that because we're going to go deeper into this topic thank you for tuning into the art with soul podcast please head over to moderngypsy.in/podcasts for the show notes and additional resources if you have any questions on art or on the creative journey that you would like me to address on future episodes please fill up the form on that page to send me your questions i'd love to answer them for you on the podcast and if you could take a few moments to leave a five star rating and review on itunes that would totally make my day until next time take care and keep creating